welcome to the Unique R to the Power of Three podcast network, where we focus on helping you rise from the ashes to greater heights by rejuvenating, renewing, and reinventing yourself. I am so thrilled and excited that you have decided to begin your journey to reset. Hello, everybody. This is Lakeisha Matisse here on the Unique Art to the Power of Three podcast network. Coming today with the topic of discussion to be, what are you really compensating for? What are you really compensating for? So what do I mean by that? What are you really compensating for? You know, we're on this journey to reset. And if you're on this journey to reset for me, that's why you're listening to this podcast. So you want to know a little bit more about what is re, what is resetting? What does that even mean, right? What we're talking about, if I give an image or a picture of reset, it's like if you had uh, a broken bone, right? Or if you have uh, one of your, um, you know, you, you have a, like a dislocation of some sort in your body and it has to be put back in place. You know, a lot of things, a lot of times in this life, we find ourselves as we're going along in this journey, we find a lot of things that uh, take us off of our game. (laughs) And not only just take us off our game, we find a lot of things that can really just knock the life out of us, you know, just really put us down. It's like we feel like sometimes we're maybe knocked down for the count. But let me tell you this. The journey to reset is just like having all these different fractures within your body, but allowing these fractures to come into alignment so they can heal correctly. So what happens if any type of fracture, if you have a broken bone or a dislocated joint and you don't get it aligned properly, you don't get it put back in its original position that it was supposed to be in the first place, when it has a disconnect there and you never put it back into be in alignment with how it was supposed to be from the beginning, but it's original, it's original form, then what you, what you, what ends up happening is it heals wrong. And what happens when something heal wrong, it leaves all the rest of the body out of whack. And it's just the truth. It's just like when we talk about our respiratory system, right? Um, the same, the same factors exist when we talk about different diseases, you know, that, uh, people have in their bodies, there's an imbalance, there's an imbalance. Something is out of whack. So when we're talking about resetting, just to put it in simpler terms, we're just talking about um, getting back to the originality of what something is or what something was supposed to be or what something is, <laughs> you know, at in its original form. So who were we created to be in our original form? And we need to come back to the basics of what that looks like. Why were we created? What is our purpose? And how we need to see these things in a different lens. You know, R to the Power of Three podcast network, we talk about rejuvenating, renewing, and reinventing ourselves. And these three um, key pillars are so vital and essential to us really understanding uh, the, uh, the process of the, of the Great Awakening. You know, when my Great Awakening happened, if you have not read my book yet, How I'm Learning to Reset My Life, you know, one of the chapters to talk about my great awakening when I was like, oh, my gosh, when I finally came out of survival mode or the zombie state and I looked around and saw what my life 
what had happened it was like a train wreck it was just like like a war had a war zone and I'm like how did I get here how did I get here so in the point after you come to the terms with how you got somewhere and you take responsibility and you begin to un, un you know um assess the damage is <laughs> the next thing we will do is to begin to assess the damage that uh different behaviors have caused and and uh, us not having boundaries has caused or us being over the top has caused or us um you know for lack of better terms you know being forgetful or just totally not wanting to put up with things so we just hide allowing things to be you know it costs us something so now once we get to that point of assessing the damage we ask ourselves hey you know where where do we go from here so where do we go from here and that's the part of understanding identity um your identity so who you are in Christ and then from that point you start really looking at your uh, your value system but even before that you're going to lay out a timeline of your life and that's the part when you're the awakening and that's the part of when you're assessing the damage you're going to be laying out a timeline of your life so you can start putting some things in perspective mm. but not from the lens of what you used to put in a perspective of blaming the, the finger game of pointing we're not going to do that because we're on a journey to heal we are on a journey to release and to heal we're releasing the trauma we're releasing the fault we're releasing all of that because it's time to let go so that we can now uh, take a hold of <laughs> and be able to receive the healing that's already been placed there. Okay. The healing that's already been placed. So in order to take advantage of it, we have to make sure that we um, understand, okay, this is where, this is, this is what it is. Um, this is how it's affected me. This is what I need to release. And this is what I I really need to reevaluate, revamp, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, reinvent. So you start looking at the your value system that you had because you had a value system when you were functioning in your survival mode, you were functioning in the ways of the world. And now you have to um, leave some of those values behind because they no longer serve a purpose for you and come on over to the other side and start rebuilding or just completely you know, knock everything out, out, just, just, you know, and when you evaluate it, you want to ask yourself some deep, hard questions. Why did you even take on this value in the first place? Was this something that was from you or something from, you know, so what somebody taught you or was just was an unspoken uh, truth. And I mean, truth of the, being the reality of, um, of the culture, reality of your environment at that particular time, that that's how you had to live. You know, when you land at a Romans, you do what the Romans do. <clears throat> If not, you already know you get slaughtered because, you know, in certain territories and certain um, certain walks of life, there's just certain rules There's some spoken rules. But there also are unspoken rules and uh, you can really get messed up not knowing that. OK, it's the same thing for the kingdom. We got spiritual rules going down from the light and the dark. There's there's spiritual rules. So. We must know those things so that we will not cross boundaries and that when we set our value system up, we know why we're setting our value system up the way we are. So that's a little bit more about resetting your life. And when we're talking about um, today is more so of, you know, what have what have you 
been overcompensating for. When I, when I think about my life and what I feel I've been overcompensating for, when I'm asking what the question I want you to ask yourself and just go inwardly with is, you know, a lot of times, well, I'll give you an example. For me, I've always had a really strong work ethic, but my strong work ethic actually comes from my, just, it's, it's a part of what I know, what I, you know, what I, what I've been groomed to be able to see. So I saw a lot of hardworking people around me. My dad was a very hardworking person. My mom, she was, she's a very hardworking person as well. So with both of them being hard workers and looking around and, and seeing other people who were hard workers, I was attracted to that. You know, I was attracted to that. And I also wanted to be, I always like to go above and beyond and serving. That's like something that got put in my heart, you know, but as I grew older, I start to um, take on over compensation, not as something that's like, okay, I'm just going to be the best person that I can be. And I'm just going to, you know, just go way out and go all out when I do something. It was more like I was trying to show that I was good enough. Did you get that? Did you catch that? I was trying to show that I was good enough. So somewhere down the line in my past, there's something where I picked up, I was not good enough. Do you hear me? I was not good enough. Something down the line, I have picked up the spirit of the orphan, right? The orphan spirit, which means I would be abandoned. People wouldn't stay around alone. People would die. Seriously, this is true. Uh, <laughs> right? This is truth. This is the truth that I was living under. Okay? Remember my, my, my current or my reality at that particular time. So your truth is your current understanding of something, your acceptance of something at that particular point in time, your reality of how you are perceiving things to be are the truth, your belief system at that particular time. So that was my truth. And it wasn't that, how did I build that truth? Because those are the things that were happening around me. And being that my, my grandmother raised me, then the, the spirit of abandonment and my dad had to take a job and went where he needed to go. But he was doing so to save his life because he has a whole different story about um, 25 to life, you know, 25 to life, because that's exactly what he was facing. But that's a different podcast, you know, of learning how to be resilient and come out of things and come on on top. And sometimes the hard decisions and choices you have to make, it's not going to make sense to anyone else. And they're going to have be opinionated about it. But sometimes you got to you have to totally disconnect yourself and 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 so that you can be free and so that you can, seriously you can be free and not just free from people no free like free in in society so that you're not locked down or somewhere rotten and you know for back a lack of better words or the truth you know people they, they allowing you to rot away you know somewhere it's not right it's just not right there is something called redemption you know for those who are willing to repent so, you know, men put things, take things into their own hands and do what they feel that they want to do. And, you know, the rules are the rules, but that's not the way God sees it. That's not. But everybody's going to have a turn that they're going to have to stand before the king, the king and Lord, the Lord and totally be just like naked in front of him because he already knows it. But just like he asked Adam in the Garden of Eden, Adam, where are you? Like he wanted to ask him. People think he wanted. He God is all knowing. He already knew where Adam was at, but he wanted to know where he was at in his awareness and his reality of his truth of what was done, 
what had he done? What he had, had he allowed to go down without taking his authority and dominion that he already had? Sometimes we are the same way. When you cross over from the darkness to the light, you have the power. The Holy Spirit not only resides inside of you, but you have the Christ. Is, <laughs> Christ lives in you. So that means you have all power and all authority because of who resides in you. A lot of times it's like we don't possess, we don't take on mm, the identity of living in power, living empowered because of whose we are and because of who lives inside of us. We don't take it on. And it's the same thing I was just explaining right now. You know what I'm saying? We don't take it on. We don't, we don't pick up pick it up and say, this is belongs to me. This is a part of who I am. This is my, this is authority I get from Christ. Like we don't do that. We sometimes live disempowered lives and it's just because we just need to have a different way of thinking about it and understanding our identity and what that means, what it looks like and how to do this thing here. Okay. So reset, resetting is a part of the part of this process because we got to reset our minds, right? We got to reset our paradigms. We have to challenge ourselves to think differently, you know, uh, according to what needs to be said, what needs to be done and how we need to think. We have to ask the right questions. That's all a part of the reset, you know, but saying saying that to say this. What have you been overcompensating for? We look at some a lot of times it comes from the traumas that you have experienced in your life and you know, I don't know what what may be troubling you or um, what you find that you are in lack of. So what you have found to be your hardest struggle, a mental struggle, because it's something that we think it has to do with our thoughts, something that we think about ourselves. It's like a perception, self-perception. It's about uh, things that have actually taken place in our lives it could be molestation, which is holding you down. And that's why the low self-esteem is attached. And you're trying to overcompensate because of certain things that have happened to you. It could be someone walking out on you. It could be a divorce. It could be your kids not returning your calls or being isolated. There's a lot of different ways, you know, that Satan tries to sneak in and start blabbing his, 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 his lies, you know, trying to have you to take it on and believe it. So that now he can start demonstrating and, and, and moving in his manifestation to manifest what you have been coming in agreement with him about. Get out of agreement with Satan and get into agreement with God's with, with what God says. That's the first thing I would say about loosing yourself from this type of mentality and understanding as we dig deeper within ourselves to understand, hey, what am I? Am I overcompensating for something? And what is it? Me, I want it to be the best of the best because I don't know where I picked it up. I go back down my, my, my timeline. I'm like, oh, there it is. This is where I picked this up. That's why the timeline is so important to do of your life. And it takes a long time sometimes because some of the things that are so suppressed inside of you that you don't even even you don't remember that that even happened. Somebody else around you can recollect it. They can talk about it. Hey, remember that time? And you're looking like, no, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's suppressed. And you have so many other 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 things that are press, pressing it down. And it's a reason. It's like a protection mechanism that your brain has, right, to help you 
to stay balanced in homeostasis. It doesn't want you to be imbalanced. And now you got all this, everything going out of whack, <laughs> right? No, we want stability here. Your body needs stability. So it's the same thing with our minds. Our mind tries to protect us, you know, protect us from uh, having an imbalance of our thoughts and, and going out of whack. And now we start thinking in ways that it's, it's harmful to us. You know, it's harmful to us. But overcompensation, we just have to get real with ourselves. We have to ask ourselves, what are we overcompensating for? What is the reason? Who was involved in the situation where this has led to this for us? What actually happened? When did it happen? And how did it happen? Where did it happen? Okay? And why did it happen? And sometimes the why, we can't even answer it because we can't know what another person is thinking or why they would do the things that they did we can guess or sometimes speculate unless they just said it out of their mouth to you then that's different but the bottom line is coming to the point of what understanding it for what it is okay understand it for what it is it happened okay understand it you know you're aware of it and now you need to release it so that you can you can take on your healing, the process of healing now. I know I overcompensated here because I picked up this spirit of the orphan. So I thought that that me being an orphan had more to do with me than it had to do with my parents having to make choices and decisions uh, to try to have me in the best environment possible while they had to go out and figure themselves out or why they had to be forced to leave in order to save their own lives so they wouldn't end up in the penitentiary, right? it's a different perspective when you start we don't we can't read our parents minds I couldn't read my parents minds about why they did what they did I could go back and question and ask them or we can have like honest conversations in the open about it you know but I I can't I did come to find out my dad's story and it was it made more sense and with my mom I don't know what was going on with my mom or what happened with my mom and how my mom's teenage years and young adult years she talks a little bit about this and talks a little bit about that but not as in depth, as in depth as I would like it to be. But the more time I spend around my mom and the more she opens up and begins to talk, I just sit and listen. And as a mom, she did the best she could do. And I have to be, accept that as being what it is. Whatever, if you get answers for somebody and whether you agree with it or not, you have to accept that for what it is. Like I, te- I said, you, you're, you're after your healing. Your motive and your bottom line is for you to be what? Free free and to stop allowing these things to weigh us down stop us from excelling because we have to get free so that we can help others to get free we have to show that it works so that other people will know that they can follow us as we follow christ right we are a tribe we look at each other. We follow each other in a sense of saying, hey, sister said, come this way because this is where she found her breakthrough. You know what? That may be your that may be the way you need to go too." oh, brother over here said this is the way if you've experienced this, this is the way he did it. Why do you think I wrote the book? It's not, it's not just about me telling the story and oh, look at no, it's because I needed to be able to express 
how it happened, what happened, how it looked for me, what it was. So somebody else who couldn't even put a finger into identify it or to verbalize what they experienced themselves going through would maybe, and when they read my book say, oh my gosh, this, this is me. This is me. This is exactly, I didn't know how to express it. I didn't know what words to use to, ex, to tell you the story about what. Amen. Amen. So as we come to a conclusion of this episode of what you could possibly be compensating for, like overcompensating for, give it some more thought, think deeply about it, listen to this episode again and really dig deeper in certain areas that ring true for you are certain aspects of what was said today that could actually impact your life greatly and help to change the trajectory of where you're going to be uplifting, to be motivating, to be elevating you to your next level. You know, we're talking about rising from the ashes to greater heights in your life. And this is very important because we're talking about going from one level to the next level in our capacity and way of thinking and interpreting things. So although when we ask the question why, we may may not be able to answer the why part of it, but there's other parts of the question that we may have access to understanding. But I tell you this, the more that you ponder, you think about, you go inward within yourself to do the work that is required to release some things from your life and to be set free and to take on the identity of being healed from the traumas, you know, from the heartaches, from the pain, from the discomforts that this life can bring us, the more stronger you become within your identity of who you are and in yourself, the more resilient you will start to see yourself being (laughs) from situations you will no longer be, have the identity, hallelujah, Mm. you will no longer have the identity of an orphan. You will no longer have the identity of a victim. You will have the identity of a victor because you will know who resides in you. You will know what you have been called to, what your purpose is, what your calling is, and you will get to work in doing that. Despite whatever you have been through, despite whatever has been holding you back, it is time to experience the great awakening. To assess the damage, to get your timeline out, to figure out and pinpoint those certain aspects and certain parts of your life that have left you down and out, knocked out for the count, who have shut down certain parts of your brain from remembering these instances and occurrences. But these things are so deeply penetrated within you, within you, okay, that you have to start undigging and unpacking a lot of the incidents and situations that have have taken place in your life so that you can start releasing these things, you know, making them making amends with things that you can make amends with and just accepting things for what they are in other situations where you have no control over it. You had no control over it. Coming to terms with that, understanding that that does not tell you who you are, because we got to be very careful with understanding that Although we have experienced trauma, that does not signify who we are because that's not who we are. We are not our trauma. 
Now, there are certain after effects that happen because of trauma, and we will learn to identify those things and see them for what they are because they're just like uh, the fruit that come along with certain things. That's what Satan knows. He knows the fruit that comes along with molestation and being uh, abused and sex trafficking and being lied to all the time, being abandoned, you know, being in a, a cult or, you know, being in uh, gangs or other other associations that are not of God. They're uh, from the from the world of darkness, not the world of light. He knows that. But he also knows on the other side of that. Hello. On the other side of that, when you start getting into your identity of who you are in Christ, when you start taking on and putting on the full armor of God and understanding how to stand up as a warrior and fight your battles in this from the from the heavenly places, when he knows, when he figures out that when you find out, he knows the power of you understanding your identity and your purpose and you being um holding someone's destinies locked up in you for you to release what he's giving you to release in this earth that you can give other people hallelujah this perspective you can give other people the understanding you can give other people the the wisdom and the knowledge and the strength to believe that it's possible we each have a gift we each have something we bring to the table. We each have our function in the body of Christ. And when you figure out what that is for you, when you stop playing the victim and start really understanding how victorious you are, doesn't matter what happened in the past. And what I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter of the sense of it identifying who you are, because that's not who you are. You're not the pain. You're not the trauma. We have to disassociate ourselves from it and really pull back from it. And that's why we delve a little bit deeper and to see it for what it is to to bring it before the light of Christ so that he can shine through it and illuminate things to you that he needs to illuminate to you to get you set free. It is very important that we come over to the light and we come over to the side of empowerment that the Lord wants to empower you. You have his DNA inside of you. He breathed the breath of life inside of you. Do you know how amazing you are that you are a new creation in Christ? There is nothing else in this earth that's a new creation besides us as human beings. You are a new creation in Christ. You are, you are, you are, you are so much more than you see yourself to be. But it's when we humble ourselves before the Lord and we surrender completely to him that he can begin to dig up mm, the follow ground. When he can begin to dig up the bones that we have buried from the different pain and trauma and suffering that we've had to face throughout this life. But honey, he's able to put life back into bones. Those other things that are from our, our, our heart's desires that didn't work out, things that didn't go the way that we thought it should go. And we just buried it and said, you know what? I guess that's just not for me. But it was truly the desires of your heart. That's not of God because he says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So we have to do more delighting ourselves in him, more keeping our eyes on him, more going to him with the questions that we have, more reaching out to him and getting on our faces and 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 and, and uh, surrendering to him and adoring him and extolling him and sitting at his feet. Jesus sitting at his feet. So for the great awakening, for him to awaken us into the more of who he is, the more of what he can offer you. And when I say offer you, that means from the kingdom principle and perspective, when he says, my daughter, my son, I understand that that's what happened because that's what sin brings. Sin in the world has bought these things to be. 
And it's not that, oh, well, why did God allow this? Well, it's not that God allows this. It's because human, because of mankind and, 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 and the sinfulness that's in this world. And people want to do their own things. They're lovers of themselves, right? They're lovers of themselves. They, they want to be in the, the driver's seat instead of letting God be in the driver's seat. Sometimes I get in the driver's seat myself. And God says, okay, are you, are you done driving? Because I could have already had this wrapped up and done. We need to repent. If you find yourself in that category, this is not to put you down. How can I put you down? I got to deal with the log of mine before I try to get the speck out of your eye. Hello? This ain't about putting you. This is a, this is the empowerment sessions. This is the empowerment podcast. We are deciding we are making a choice to be real with ourselves, to be real with ourselves. Why? Because we have the great awakening. We have awakened and see that we don't like what we see, that all the shambles that our lives, we found our lives in. And we're like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? It's from the years and years and years and years of being in survival mode of just going through the motions and going through the functions of life. It's not only you. It's so many around us who are in survival mode. We're in a zombie-like state. We've been hit so much. It's like a bus hit us, like a train hit us. We've been knocked down so much that we're just holding on by a thread. Am I talking to somebody today? I'm in agreement with you. If you no longer want to be holding on by a thread, I stand in agreement with you right now and I declare and decree. That your today, Jesus, will be better than your tomorrow because your today you will make the choice to rise from the ashes to greater heights. And how you do that is by coming into that great awakening and coming into the more that the Lord wants you to be able to see and surrendering yourself unto his will. Jesus, that he can show you what your new beginning, the journey to your new beginning is going to look like. When you will begin to assess the damage, to not point fingers, to surrender to God and to allow him to start working on your inward man. When you will just let go and, and just lo- let God take control, stop trying to control things and just be. Sit with the Lord, be with the Lord, find your space and place with you and the Lord alone and start allowing him to minister to you through music to song, to poetry, through nature, through scriptures, through sermons, whatever it looks like to you, through music, whatever it looks like, through books, whatever it looks like to you. And just begin the journey to reset your life. We're out of whack. We got bones that need to be reset. Joints need to be reset. And the spiritual, we need to be reset. And it's just like if we were in the natural realm, as I talked about earlier, and parts of our broken bones, joints that are displaced by the traumas of life, just like those things have to be put back in place to heal correctly, is the same when it comes to us in the spirit. So my prayer for you. <laughs> Is that you will surrender and allow the Lord to begin the work inside of you that it takes to lead you. He, the Holy Spirit, will lead you to, into all truth and he will lead you on a journey to reset your life. 
This is Unique Art to the Power of Three Podcast Network. And if you got any value out of this, I want you to go ahead and if you're seeing this on YouTube to subscribe. You can also reach out and be a connection, connect with our tribe. You are a part of this tribe. So I need you to connect on with me on uh Facebook, go ahead to Lakeisha Matisse Enterprises. You could also go to IG and it's Lakeisha Matisse Enterprises. Find me up on there. I also have on Facebook, a group is called How I'm Learning to Reset My Life. I would love if you would join that as well. You will see some things on there about credit consultation, which I also do that um, as well, helping people in the financial uh, education services in order to get themselves together because uh I do not believe that you can be broke and fund the kingdom just can't happen. So because I believe in funding the kingdom and helping provide resources needed to get the word of God spread and to really get out here and help people in the natural as well as the spiritual realm. But uh, a lot of times we want to do spiritual, 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 but people have needs now. That's the natural, natural, natural. So we have to learn to balance things. God is a God of balance. God is a God of order. And we follow after those principles. My brothers and my sisters, it has been a great pleasure. And until next time, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And may the Lord continue to bless you as you are on your journey to reset and elevate you into greater heights. We are so glad that you were able to join us today. I hope that what was shared has helped one of you, all of you, some of you, our precious listeners today. Unique R to the Power of Three is all about helping others to see their full potential, work through their issues, and reach who they were born to be. Go ahead, be bold, and be the brilliance that lives within your spirit and soul. Until next time, remember that you are unique. And when life knocks you down, you must make up your mind not to stay there. You must rejuvenate, renew, and reinvent yourself because life can be beautiful and it's worth living. Y'all stay blessed now. 